welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. And we're back. We're on the 13th floor where the furniture has been upgraded and the views are still amazing. Uh, I am your host, Coach K, and I got a full squad today. I got Faison, I got B. Jones, I got DJ, I got Fresh. Everybody's here. Fellas, how y'all feeling? Live. Fire. Let's get it. Let's get it. Fire. Feeling good, man. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So we're going to, um, first, man, let me ask y'all, how how was y'all weekend, man? Before I, before I jump into, you know, the official stuff. Mine was amazing. You know why? Because there's some partying happening in Philly right now. We are on fire right now, and it was really good. Um, as far as me personally, I don't know what I did this weekend. It was fun. Nothing really crazy happened, but just seeing the Phillies hit that World Series mark and then the Eagles having a relaxed bye week, I'm good. I'm good. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> how, did that, uh, how did that school project turn out? Yo, so he did really good. Um, he went up there, represented all of Georgia. Which um, one of the he's? Uh, Namdi. There you go. So Renze's was probably two and a half weeks ago. He had a family tree breakdown. So he went up as far as the, uh, the grandparents. We we're going to go deep, deep, deep. There's a lot for him to, to grasp, but that inspired me to make an actual project to kind of get the tree going and kind of see that. So I might work on a digital um free and pass it along for him to know so when we see family he can go oh i know that face that's so-and-so and kind of keep it going keep it alive so cousins and you know second cousins that are close enough to get to so it's cool really really cool a lot of work but you no know, nambi's a, a memorization king so he can memorize anything in like a day um that would have took another kid like two weeks to do this guy reads me daddy ready he's like all right thanks can i go play a switch now and i was like but you don't have it he goes i got it and I was like, cool. All right. Wow. <laughs> My man. Yeah, man. That's the guys. That's really cool. And and I think you um it's an interesting uh point that you just made because I don't know how many people actually still try to do family trees. It, it feels like it's, you know, something of the past or the modern day version is, you know, whoever in your family took 23andMe or Ancestry.com. That's, that's exactly how people are doing it nowadays is that they really? just went to, oh, I can just go ahead and give you all my information to take over my life here. Here you go. <laughs> Let, let's take it for me. I've been on this on this for like the last two weeks. It's, it's, it's been on my mind. So I, I probably gonna make my decision after this conversation right now. Yep. Like I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on just going to do this 23 me. Um, and the reason why I came back up again, a lot of conversation over the last few years about heritage and what does it mean to be when you say where are you from and you say I'm American, but what does that really mean? Living in South Florida, a lot of thing is represent your heritage, right? But being a black American, like I'm not about to put on, I like, I'm not about to put on something that's like America, right? At this point in time, like, and I'm not certain, I can't say African attire, like what does that really mean? Because every region has a different design, different style, different things like that. So I'm leaning in more there just for a personal, almost fulfillment of like, 
where to go from here um, sparked the conversation. Initially, was I found uh, a church member of mine. I there's an anniversary coming up, and our our church is international. It's like representing your heritage today. And I was trying to explain, and he's from Cuban background. I was explaining to him like it's hard for me on these days to to do this, and that's why I normally don't participate because I'm there, but I'm not dressed up or anything because like. Most Black Americans can't, unless they do a test, they can't trace back what, what is my heritage? What country should I represent? Yeah. Like, do I really want to say I'm representing the United States with all the transgressions stuff against Black male, black people in general? Like, I live here, I'm happy for the freedom I have, but that's not my heritage, right? And when I did my Ancestry.com, I can only go back so far. Um, and what I can go back to was on my my maternal I'm saying it wrong my maternal grandmother mm-hmm. um, her great uncles listed as property on the census back in the day because as black you can only be listed you couldn't be listed independently so they're listed as property under the houses they served in wow mm-hmm. like that's as far back as I can go and everybody else is in South Carolina my dad's had a family whatever so like I've gotten back to no country of origin. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wanting to do 23andMe like to start a new journey personally of like, what does that mean to setting a goal in next three to four years? I wanna go back to wherever that place is and start digging up more history. Like, where are you guys at with any of that stuff? Do, do these conversations come up in your, your circles anymore around events, things that go on? Do, does anybody else even worry about this stuff? I did. Go ahead, bro. No, go ahead, man. Well, I know I did my um, African ancestry. So, like, I know where both sides go all the way back to um, Ghana on my dad's side and um, Mali on my mother's side. Um, So, and it does give you a sense of pride and heritage, and they give you so much information that you can look into and, like, come up on your history. So like, that's why Sonny's name is what it is because of that heritage and knowing that, that we go all the way back to um, the Malian empire and where they sparked. So San Diego being you know. influential uh, and, and, you know, building that empire. That's where you, um, that's where you guys pulled the name from then. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it came from. So San Diego, uh, he um, preceded Mansa Musa um, and creating the Malian empire. Um, I think it's very important. I don't know how far back 23andMe goes, but I think, Carol, you did 23andMe, then. Yeah, I did. I did 23andMe. Um, you know, their data is, the, the data pools are what's important, right? And that's why for 23andMe, you can get 23andMe on special for $79, Um for, which one did you do? Ancestry, which one did you do, bro? Oh, African ancestry. Oh, you African ancestry is like what six hundred dollars? Uh, a little less than that. I want to say it was like maybe three fifty, four, four hundred, something like that. I think it's four hundred. Right. I think it's four hundred. So African um, ancestry seems to be the one that gives you the more personalized, specific data because they does. have more. They have a a larger data pool for African American or Black people. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. I did mine on twenty three me, and I pulled um, West African, specifically Nigerian, um, in my, my data pool. And I'm sure if I go back here now, I we did, I did it about three years ago, four years ago. 
So I'm sure now there's more and more like more lines. Like Intuit was pretty sparse at that time when I did it. Um, has it increased? Okay. It's, it's, it's still sparse. Every once in a while, like it'll become a little bit more defined as far as your percentage, mm -hmm. but it's still pretty sparse. And if you don't, there's an app. If you just put in your data on your login from the app, okay. like you'll see the updates when they come out. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so that's what I did and I saw that. So, but I also have like, I got the ability and the advantage, I should say, that the boys can actually go back and see where like their lines literally started from. They can see where great, 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 maternal great, side. Great, the maternal side can go back. So like, when we go to Nigeria in December, um, they can go back and see the land, see where grandpa, great, 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 great was there from and, and like everything started. So that's, they're going to have that, that pride and knowing that in their heritage, they had that, that connection. They know where, like they know where they're from. I know my background, I know where I'm from. So, so but that, that information comes from EJ's side, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it all traced through the maternal lineage. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm I'm capturing that right when you're talking. Um, yeah, yeah, but on my side, my my I said it before, I think a while ago, my grandmother does not speak past her mom. Like she just won't talk about it. Like try it, she's like, nope, doesn't no. And my grandfather um will talk about it up to his like he actually showed me a picture of his dad. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like his dad's dad. So I got to see that when I was down there recently in Philly. But as they get older, I'm like, hey, I know you don't want to say anything, but I need you to share some information. I need you to just, I don't know. I don't care what happened in the past. I don't care when you left, you no, know, North Carolina, whatever it may be. Um, I need to know, like, I need to know the stuff so I can pass it on. Like, if you don't want to tell anybody, tell me and I'll pass it down. But don't just hold it because, you know, you're just turning 87. It's about time for you to let that, that skeleton go and whatever it may be. So. So let's go back to the infrastructure thing. We were getting mm -hmm. at the infrastructure of information, right? Yeah. Of of where all these things come from. Like, again, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, I'm just anticipating, like, getting that result back and open it up and be like, wow. And being able to say, this is me. Right. Dude. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here right now, like thinking about that moment is like how how emotional is that that you can finally say. Here, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that means, like, I, I can't even think about what that be until I get it. So I, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull that trigger. Yeah, um, man, definitely do it. it. It feels good to at least have that information there, even if it's still growing and collecting data. It's still good to have it. And you have some kind of something, some source for it. But before I forget, before I forget to share this, my grandfather told me or showed me his um his grandfather is 50% Indian, like Cherokee Indian. Would never have known that, never was shared in the family, but it, it makes sense because of those who met my, my grandfather, his eyes are turning like blue-gray. As years have progressed, he turned that blue-gray. It's not cataract or anything. Like it actually, I remember as a kid, his eyes being like a blue-gray. My mom's now is hitting that color. So it might skip me and go to Nandi Orenze, but I'm like, oh, this makes sense why, like, it's kind of there, I've seen it. So you never know what's back there. If you haven't talked to you know, your great greats or if they're still around, like talk to them because there's history in there that didn't get passed through to your mom. Um, and as you know, like, my mom was like, how old is my mom? She won't tell me. Or when they get married, she won't tell me like these information. But I called and said, uh, when did you get married? How old were you? She said, oh, I was 16. 
like with no problem, but didn't share that information with, with her daughters because maybe the rush of having kids early, she didn't want her kids to go through that process. I don't know, but she feels more open now in her older age is just dump data. So I'm gonna keep prodding to get more information out of it. So if you haven't done so, anybody listening, like go out there and just bubble up and just ask questions. Like what you can get is a no and you just ask them again in two weeks because they'll, they'll, they'll forget you said it. So keep prodding. And BJ, that um, that sense of pride, like that's that's huge, and it's it's something that you pass, you you'll be able to pass on to your kids. But that's what we talk about building, you know, like we talked about building that infrastructure, um, that sense of heritage, and not just heritage that begins, you know, with coming to America and you know slavery or the civil rights movement or Black Renaissance. It. it it trans it completely transcends it um and then there's so much history within you know those african countries that we're not privy to um that is a lot more in my sense engaging because i have a direct connection to it and uh not so much the american history where you still have that direct connection but i don't know i guess it's like the way that it's formatted or the way that it's given to us you know it's it's, it's all about perspective Right. And the perspective that, you know, is, is given is not necessarily the, the truest or most enlightened perspective. So, yeah, definitely, man, I encourage everyone at some point in their lives to, to go out and, you know, take that journey down the, the path of your, your true heritage and, you know, take all of the benefits that come with it. Uh, Brett, so did you pay for both sides of your family? Um, we got the bundle. Chris bought the bundle, so the the paternal, and then I bought the she bought the paternal and maternal, and I bought whichever one that she didn't have in the bunch. So, yeah. Wait, you just confused me. You said she bought so the, paternal she and bought, maternal. Yeah, because I think one of her other sisters did one of the sides. I think the maternal. Yeah, one of her other sisters did the maternal side, so she only needed the paternal one. So I used the maternal one and then I bought the paternal one. That's what it was. And so once one person in your family does it, you know, you typically don't have to, other people don't have to do it, but only the male can do the paternal side. Really? Right. So yes. I, I have a question. I'm totally confused now. So Chris did herself, right? No. She got the bundle to give <laughs> she got it to give to her dad so he could do him himself oh okay. i don't know okay. i don't think that ever happened <laughs> but that's besides the point okay and then you got i got the maternal out of that bundle and did myself for the maternal and then did myself again for the paternal when i bought it okay all right i think i got it um fresh you um what, what, what about the Adams family? <laughs> um, uh, you, uh, <laughs> how, how far do you know? Um, I mean, I know some tidbits here and there. Definitely nothing uh, extremely deep. I definitely know we got some some Indians somewhere back in our our my mom's side. Um, <clears throat> definitely something I'm interested in, but it, it's just been. Uh, you know, getting the time and opportunity to go ahead and dive deeper. 
we don't yeah. have a lot of uh especially we were such nomads i don't have a lot of um close extended family that like you know what i mean i'm not hanging around many people are got you know what i mean calling people and and doing all of that kind of stuff i got reconnected with a lot especially um my uh cousin vicky's funeral who got murdered by the guy in kroger and then my mom's funeral you know got uh definitely gave me the opportunity to reconnect with a lot of uh that side of the family but definitely okay. due to um again being a nomad we're not as close as uh if we all lived in the same area yeah and i think that's a point of clarification i'm i'm, pro- I'm sorry i'm pro- this is I'm processing, right? I gotta speak it out. I do it. So essentially, I would need to do the maternal and paternal, but have my mother also do the paternal no. to get my grandfather's side. No. To get Only my a male to get my maternal grand my maternal grandparent grandfather's side. Paternal. Your mother. But if your mother did it, it would probably go back deeper, but um the i think it's the mitochondrial dna from the female it passes through so everybody gets that the mitochondrial dna from the male i think stays the male i think that's the the, the trick why only the males can go on the paternal side but the females can do either or so i mean the female i mean males can do yeah females or. can't do the okay. females can't do the paternal side but the males can do either or because you get both pieces of the dna okay so since my mother my mother's only child, I really don't have a way to do the, her paternal side then. No, you got it in you already. Her, yeah, in you. But when I do the paternal, would that be my father's side though? That would be your, your father. So the my paternal father. side for your mother stopped with her, with her dad because he didn't have a son. Yeah, so that's that I can't get that side is what I'm saying. And that's the other side that I'm very interested because that, that's the side that came back down the history I do know came outside the backside, freescape slaves to, to Canada came down the backside and was part of the Black Cowboys. That's the part I don't have go back too far on. That's about as far as I can go back. Like literally in the Black Cowboy movement, and if you want to call it movement, I guess, that time period, but that's as far as we can go back. But because he didn't have a son, I can't go back further on that side is what I'm getting from this conversation, correct? I think I ain't a DNAologist, but <laughs> I think that's how it works. It doesn't mean job DNAologist. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a anyway. I'm pretty sure it is too, but yeah. we'll let the words come that. But right, right, right. But that it sounds good. Science, I, I was never into DNA mitochondria. That wasn't my thing, but so but I, I okay, it makes sense, man. Yeah, I'm thinking now, like man, I can't. I gotta get my grandfather to do something now. Cause my mom, he, he only he had, he had all girls. You want to do something before before he passed away. So that's why it's important for us to have these conversations, and get this information now and before we start losing folks again. Was it, well, it, mm-hmm. it spit or is it like a whole swab? Was he doing that swab thing? I can already tell that. It was spit. It's it's, it's in your it's, it's a swab of cheek. Oh, yeah. cool, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I'm interested though if. There's a religious component there as to why he wouldn't do it. Or... No, he would do it. I just gotta ask him. Okay. He's not. I mean, he's not thinking about that at all. So I just gotta ask okay. him. Okay. And is and is at and is at home. So there's <laughs> nobody n- nobody for him to fight. Right. Exactly. I was just gonna go. Hey, open mouth. 
Thanks. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Hilarious. So speaking of history, and I don't want to stay on the history piece too long, but um, last week we left off and, and, and the people said that, uh, hey, you guys left off on a really great part that we wanted to hear. How do we keep a baseline? Brett, this is what you were saying. You were saying that you we need to establish a baseline or a foundational point of our history that would always be covered. How do we get to a point where we can build that into infrastructure? So I think it happens, it's happening small scale. Um, I think the last time I saw something that might've come to the curriculum uh, of what I would be look, I, I would look to like create was um, the mat. It's a master class. I saw a commercial for it on like Facebook and Instagram, and I've seen it um, in passing. Um, what it, I think Cornell West is one of the individuals uh, speaking on it, but they put together a curriculum of history. Um, but it doesn't, and it's, it's, it's American history, but it's, it's Black folks' American history. So you kind of have, um, I guess, more to go off of than how these books have been rewritten um, to tell a certain story or get across a certain narrative. Um, but I, I really think it starts a lot with having these conversations and us in the homes, because I didn't come in. I came into a lot of that information on my own. Um, so I had to spend that time and reading different books from Dr. King series to about um, Megger Evers and um, Carter G. Woodson. Uh, there's one more, um, the Jamaican fellow. Um, Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. All of those books um, to kind of get a, a baseline or, or an understanding. Uh, because a lot of this stuff happened, it, it happens on a timeline, but some of this stuff is all together. So then you got your W.B. Du Bois, your uh, Frederick Douglasses, all of those individuals. Um, but there has to be like a real push for an educational body to put together this curriculum um, and really market and advertise it to African-American homes or people in general, because I feel like white folks can benefit from this type, from, from learning this history too. Um, I, th I think that that has to happen, but it's very difficult. I think BJ being the, ed the educator on, and, and working in the administration can kind of speak to some of the difficulty you would have with like trying to push this in the mainstream school system uh, when it comes to approved curriculum. So like, it's, it's always going to be a supplementary situation. And so if the leaders of the household, the leaders of the tribe, the leaders of the community don't band together to ensure that this curriculum is spread, whether it's amongst the boys and girls clubs or, you know, your after school clubs, or YMCAs or your local churches, if, if those individuals don't come together to try to spread it to the masses, or as many as we can, it, it makes it a lot more difficult. Well, I think you started off saying, right, the it has to be that grassroots effort to initialize, to initialize it, right? Um, because you're talking about the collectiveness of everything, like getting all the information and writing the narrative and telling the stories and doing that. That has to be the base, right? 
And again, it has to be fact-based. It can be proven. You can't, like, it holds water tight. Like, nobody can punch holes in it. Like, that's the thing, because everybody today is, they want to punch holes in everything that's brought to light. And the, the, my basic thing is that we're living in the information age. We've been in the information age for years now. Um, the thing is, more information is being made available. So when previous things and, were released... Well, well, not to cut you off, even with the poking holes piece, uh, because a lot of... Nothing's perfect. None of... No, nobody in history is perfect. So perfect. you... you, you for people to like poke holes like there's a lot of holes that could be poked in Marcus Garvey and the way that he tried to unify you know the African-American diaspora and push everyone back to Africa um, there's a lot of holes that can probably be poked in W.B. Du Bois uh, approach or, or uh, Carter G. Wilson's approach I think the the problem with allowing that to happen is you can't necessarily focus only on that because or let the focus be on that you have to take it in stride, but understand what was the goal? What was the, what was the purpose of all of this? Not necessarily why it didn't work. Okay. Let's look at what did work and all of that and, and teach that and understand why these things didn't work or what the pitfalls of certain individuals were so we can be better going forward. Definitely. It's the, the story behind the story, like the why and the, the repercussions right. of, of everything that went on. So you're absolutely right. Total agreement. I think moving forward with the way the climate is that we mentioned about current school curriculum and, and putting out to the mainstream, right? The biggest issue now is people's political agendas. And I mean, I, I, I can talk Florida because it's the most native to me, again, being here, working here, whatever. We have a real opportunity in the next year or so to make some changes happen because the new social studies curriculum to be taught across the state of Florida, K-12, is about to be adopted. Like they're about to go into selecting which curriculum sources they're going to use. The problem is, though, it's become a political hotbed and people don't want to touch it. And again, it's not about whitewashing this or for like a, making it all black this. It's like, what's the truth we want to tell about the history? Now that we yeah. have more information, we need to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. So help me God. Like, I think now so that line play, means more today than it did when it was written, right? So when we think about what's coming down the pipe, now when people are about to go to the poll, this, this will be released October 31st. You have a week in Florida before we elect a new governor, either elect or, re, or re-elect, whichever yeah. it just may fall, right? So in this state, some of the things that have been happening in the past four years now are in direct um, correlation to person's political agenda and the loud minority of the state that have pushed things through because lack of understanding, lack of knowledge, lack, lack of infrastructure across the board. It's not just about voting. It, it is about voting, but that's not the only thing. It's about what are you voting for? What are all the things that can happen depending on who is in office? And what are the things you're not gonna be able to do because of who is in office? Right. So by not voting, you're casting a vote. By exercising your right to vote, by exercising your right to vote, you're actually making your voice heard and what's the goal. Don't want to get on voting right now. That's a whole nother. We can spend a whole topic, a whole show on just voting myself. But in essence, what can we do? 
Like parents need to understand who's making the, who are the decision makers at the district and at the state level when it comes to children's curriculum, right? Like anything can be published out there for adults to read. Like I, I take the, the pressure off of that. Like adults just need to be aware of, you need to get up and stop being lazy and go read and educate yourself. We're talking about what we allow in schools. It really is, who do you want to make the decisions about what's gonna be allowed? The state of Florida, you need to be vocal at your PTA meetings, at the local district meeting, board education meetings, move to state board meetings. These are all public events where you can go voice opinions and have time on the floor. That the conversation needs to start happening now because when they opened up the, the term to review the curriculum, most, I need people saying, no, this is not right. This doesn't paint the full picture. We need to negate this. We need to not, not allow this. Or what's going to happen is the same old history that we were taught. George Washington was a great guy. Thomas Jefferson was a great guy. It's going to be the same things recycled over and over again. Add a little bit of spice to it. Spices to it to say Latinist and Black this, that. To spice it up a little bit. And it's still going to be, well, what I'm saying, no flavor. It's not enough flavor in it to make it palatable for everybody. And do we add more that to, no, go ahead, sorry, I just wanted to say, do we, for lack thereof of the information, do we add more of that at home? Because now it seems like there's more books and more information or more things that are telling a whole story to kind of fill in those missing gaps that, hey, you may not hear this. You may be reading about George Washington. Cool. Let me show you more about that, what that, that time frame is. Kind of like Jesus when he that that years in between when he grew up like that and like there's years missing let's just fill in those years with admission but now we're digging and digging and digging and they were finding more and more things and a lot of the books that were read that were you know just the Mark Garvey books that are out there but never pushed to schools or like now more available and more we are doing a better job as a generation to say hey no add this to your reading library so you, but you only got you only got that if you pursued. Like, okay, what, what, what did we do at UM? What, what, what minor did we have to go after to get access to a lot of that stuff? Uh, at the time, it was Caribbean and African-American studies, and now it's mm -hmm. Africana studies. But yeah, right. er, everybody had that minor. Like, we, were, we all had classes together at some point because exactly. of that. But I, when you say all, you talk about the Black population. It wasn't the, it wasn't the norm for a normal student to get that. Right. You have to pursue it. So like you said, parents have to arm themselves. Communities have to arm themselves with information and start like like Brett was saying. I think it was Brett, the Boys and Girls Club, churches, um, the corner store, libraries in your neighborhood. Like these are all the places that have to go back to. This has to be the the the, the purveyors of, of information for their communities. You have that has to be the grassroots effort. It has to be that push. We, we need to be sitting outside in the corners in the summertime and telling stories like it is. Like, not because we're just passing our stories because we lived it. We're passing our stories because this is our heritage that we read in a book and we're sharing. I, I, I mean, I just sit back. People sitting around playing dominoes in the park. Like, why aren't we telling stories about what happened with this? People, older generation. Half of them, they probably don't, don't even know themselves because the information wasn't readily available when they were learning. Yeah. So that's, that's, it has to be that part. That's where I feel like we have to take the responsibility back for the education of that and not rely on systems for it. Mm -hmm. And if for those of you that are old enough, 
you can remember everybody had um a a, a series of encyclopedias in their house back in the day yeah right and and you wonder why we did and how did how do we get these encyclopedias right and i remember my grandmother used to make me sit there and read i had to read diff- the different volumes and then come tell her what it was about yep right and I- i'm thinking about look at it now where knowledge has been suppressed not mm-hmm. only do you not have encyclopedias in the homes in most homes anymore you don't have the local mom and pop bookshop that would specialize to your community mm-hmm. Right. Those are all pretty much closed down and gone. Yeah. Um, so n- now what? How many kids actually have a membership to the library, which, you know, not to say that what we're looking for might be there. But I think of things like, OK, who can create, uh, you know, the new encyclopedia? Mm-hmm. Right. That has our information. There is a group that I know of They're on Instagram. It's called Voices of the Ancestors. Um, and they actually have a website, it's voicesoftheancestors.net. And they have books and series that really just talk about our history. And they have videos, videos of people, um, you know, that have done the research and the knowledge that verbally talk about it. So I'm seriously considering investing in that just to see what it's like. But imagine you get that and you become the person in your community, in your neighborhood that the kids come over and want to watch something, right? right. Or, or or you even tell them about what you watched or what you read this week and they're hearing it, at least it's planting the seeds because I think from generation to generation, <clears throat> we have to do that to maintain because not only are we giving our historical account, but it's also giving them the opportunity for in their generation to connect some other dots. Because I feel like there's dots that are being connected all the time yep. that are closing the gaps and, and bringing forth new information for us. That's Tulsa. That's Juneteenth. That's over the last, what, five, six years. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what has happened. That's exactly what's happening. How many places have you heard of that have um, Black communities that existed that no longer exist and something else totally different exists there now? Yeah. Right. Like art. I don't know if you heard about it, but for us, would you say the lake over here? Yeah. Lake, lake Lanier. 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 That was actually a black community and they got rid of it and then opened up whatever waterways to make it a lake. To flood it and make it a lake. To get rid flood of it and make it a lake, um, which is just crazy. I mean, you know, of course, we've heard of places like Rosewood and, you know, mm-hmm. Black Wall Street and all these places, but there's so many more areas that existed that we yep. that we don't even know about. Literally wiped off the map. Yep. Literally. And there's and now that we have again, that stuff was suppressed for so long. It's like people don't even believe it now that you bring it up. It's like, well, wait, where's that written at? Like it was purposely not written about. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, mm-hmm. to to suppress it, right? Yeah, that's the stuff we're talking about. So these are the things, the accounts that we have to build the infrastructure. We have to have the ambassadors, if you will, in the communities um, that are are willing to to share what you know. Like you go back to say, each one teach one. Yeah. Right. We we got to go back to that mentality. And again, it's not just about preserving black. This is history. This is history 
of things that happened in America. I can't say American history, but it's 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 a it's a parallel timeline, right? Mm-hmm. They happen alongside of these things, but there's so much more to happen. Like again, um, I, and I I haven't seen it yet. I've heard great things about it, but I, I, um, next weekend when Teal comes out, the whole family is going to go see it. Yeah. Oh, and you know, and to just point of information, they 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 said that the Till movie will not have any violence in it. Correct. They're like, we've seen enough violence. You're going it's to see the story. Of it. It's more information. Yeah. Like, this is, that should just be the start of conversation, the start of more digging and digging and digging. Because this was just this is just the public one that everybody knows about. How many other Emmett Tills were there out there mm-hmm. that this stuff happened to? And it got swept under the rug. Central Park's also destroyed based upon the black community that was destroyed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy. And in the history, you know, there's a lot of people out there that will say, well, what's the point of looking back? You know, let's just keep moving forward. But again, going back to what we started out talking about with knowing your ancestry. I can't go forward. No, I can't. I can't go for. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it, but I can't go <laughs> forward wholeheartedly without knowing where I came from. That's the point. Like, I can't sit here and say I, I'm proud of my heritage. What heritage? Right. I'm celebrating that. I'm celebrating the fact that I know my ancestors were slaves. No, they were kings and queens before they were slaves. Damn it. Right. That's what I want to celebrate. I don't know that information. How do I get there? Like that's what that's what my next mission is. That's what it has to be. Oscarville is the name of the city under Lake Kinnear. Oscarville. Crazy. Um, BJ, I, I think you're a hundred percent correct. There is a sense of not just you can't move forward, but when you have no prior identity it's very hard to celebrate how far you've come or to know what you're actually capable of. And I think that's probably the bigger thing is knowing what you're capable of. Pretty much. Yep. We were this and you're telling me we're this. Sorry, I'm off camera. We were this. Like, nah, I'm going for here, baby. You can't stop me. I already know what I, what I go for. Like that, and that's that stripping identity. We go back to, how, how did the slave mentality get embedded in culture? Strip of identity, strip of language, strip of everything else that could trace back to what you were, to this is what you are, this is what I'm making you. And, and it goes back to a couple of podcast episodes ago. You can't reach your next level until you have healed, yeah. right? And knowing that is part of the healing process. It's like, somebody getting into an accident and having amnesia, not knowing who they were, what, what their skills were, what they could do, what their faith was, um, what their original language was, and they start over from scratch. That person is always going to feel like they have a gap. It's embedded trauma. Yep. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we hope you've enjoyed this conversation. We are going to pick up 
uh, from this spot uh, next week, or I'm sorry, we are coming out every other week now. Yep. So this episode is actually out on November 7th, um, not on Halloween, uh, as we dropped an episode today earlier. Sorry, by the time y'all, hopefully y'all listened to the episode right. before this, and you'll mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying. But uh, yes, we, we, we have moved to bi-weekly uh, for now, and uh, hopefully uh, you are tuning in in between. So the former segments that you know as Freshervation, Arts Corner, uh, Coach K's Closing, uh, we're now releasing, releasing those as shorts um, on our YouTube channel. So definitely go check that out uh, to get those uh, things throughout the week that, that will keep you going. Um, and that's all we got for now. We will see you next episode. Uh, that's it for now, folks. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We're done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. amazing.